As soon as people learn about the law of mirroring, which is often called the law of attraction, they begin to ask the question, how am I a match to this? They ask this question because they start to recognize that their own consciousness, I should say the frequency of their own consciousness, is attracting in or inviting in people, places, things, and experiences that vibrate at a like frequency. It is an energetic match. They start to recognize that what is happening in the external is like a reflection of what's happening on the internal in a fractal-based universe. For example, imagine that as a child you were abandoned and the abandonment is not healed within your consciousness. That means you are still a vibrational match to abandonment later in your life. Or for example, imagine that you are someone who does not consider other people's best interests, only your own. You will be a vibrational match to other living beings that do not consider your best interests, only their own. You will also see it within the spiritual communities, that when somebody is aware of the law of mirroring, the second that somebody else in their life goes through something unfavorable, they'll automatically turn to that person and say, how are you a match to this? I want to go on record as saying that's an incredibly unattuned thing to ask somebody who is going through something difficult. When you ask this question, it has this connotation that as if the pain of the experience isn't bad enough, on top of it, they somehow brought it on themselves, and it is therefore their fault. But the tendency for people to ask this question to other people, how are you a match to this, actually has made me aware of something. There's a massive misunderstanding that so many people have about the law of mirroring. Let's go into it, shall we? With this idea that in order to experience something, you have to be a vibrational match to it, comes this idea that the more conscious you become, the more control you can exert over your life experience. Because if you can control your personal vibration, you can therefore control the reflection that you're getting, right? Now, with this comes this idea that at some point you can reach a level of consciousness where you no longer experience any more unwanted things. As if somehow the more conscious you become, the more exempt you become from contrast. That's not how it works, you guys. That's actually completely false. Your relationship to the contrast changes. Essentially, people seem to think that the day will come when a person doesn't have any negative experiences, and if they do, it suggests that there's something unhealed in them or wrong with them or that they did something to bring it on. And again, there's this idea that if you're conscious enough and if you control and heal and purify your vibration enough, you will no longer be a match to any negative experiences, only positive ones. You need to understand that contrast will always apply to you when you make the choice to come into a time-space reality where contrast is an element of that time-space reality. Contrast is the breeding ground for expansion. What do we mean by this? By contrast, we mean wanted and unwanted, positive and negative. It is in the sorting through this contrast that we desire. Desire is born from the unwanted. And desire is what propels all evolution within the greater universe. <laughs> Therefore, there will not be a time where you are exempt from contrast. Any more than there will be a time where you're exempt from the process of expansion. Life would be absolutely pointless if you were exempt from the process of expansion. That's the whole point of life in the first place. 
Everything in existence has wanted and unwanted elements. Everything in existence has an upside and a downside. Everything in existence has a positive and a negative. There is contrast inherent in anything, and no matter how conscious you become, that's still going to be the case. At face value, the law of mirroring, what most people are calling the law of attraction, is quite simple. It's the concept of reflection. Which, by the way, is an exemplary tool for self-awareness. Now, given that we can simplify it in this way, just think about it as whatever goes in front of it, you see, right? Actually, we oversimplify the law of mirroring. The reason is, is because people have this tendency of thinking there's only one thing that is reflecting. Let me tell you what I mean by that. A person may think the only thing that is reflecting is what they themselves are or do. When this is the case, when they say, how are you a match to this? They're implying that you are or that you do the exact same thing as the other person does in whatever scenario you are in and are therefore getting a taste of your own medicine. Or for example, they think that the only thing that is reflecting is childhood trauma that is still active vibrationally speaking. When this is the case, when they say, how are you a match to this? They're implying that you have an unhealed childhood trauma that is reflecting yet again in your adult life. Or for example, they think that the only thing that is reflecting is whatever you think and believe. Therefore, when they ask you, how are you a match to this? They're implying that there is some thought you have or some belief you have that makes you a match to whatever you're experiencing. The reality is any of these things I've just mentioned could be what is reflecting or the reason why you're a match to something. So could all of them at the same time. I'm just going to give you a very short list. And when I say a very short list, I mean like a very short list. I'm going to give you a very short list of, of what could potentially be reflecting in the external as an experience. What could potentially make you a match to something. First thing, your beliefs. By the way, most of you don't even know what they are because they're so buried in the subconscious mind. That brings me to another point. What you're thinking, not just on a conscious level, but on a subconscious level. All of that is reflecting. Your desires can make you a match to something. Your feelings can make you a match to something. Your resistance can make you a match to something. Unresolved traumas can make you a match to something. Positive memories can make you a match to something. Ancestral patterns can make you a match to something. Personal truths can make you a match to something. Guess what? So can lies you tell yourself and others. Also, things you are avoiding can make you a match to certain experiences. Pre-birth intentions can make you a match to certain experiences. And I want to mention one last thing on this list that should be so much longer. The choices that you make can make you a match to certain experiences. Oh, by the way, it may be of interest for you to know that in a universe that is based off of this law of mirroring, the way that divine orchestration can even occur is that it comes to you and is able to reflect through the reflection of your desires. That's the open doorway for universal meddling. But the reason that your life experience being played out on this giant external screen we called life is so varied and so complicated is because there are so many things that are reflecting at one time. Potentially even so many things that are reflecting in one experience. Here's the intention. The intention for somebody who is projecting themselves into a time-space reality that is based off of the law of mirroring, meaning that they have committed to self-awareness, is a one-two step. The one step is 
I'm going to step in front of the mirror. I'm going to notice the reflection. I'm going to go into a state of pure perception. Ah, I see the reality. That's step one. Step two is, based off of seeing the reality, I'm going to give birth to what I would desire instead. And by virtue of focusing on those things, I will change the reflection in this mirror. I will know whether I changed it based off of what is happening in the external environment. External. <laughs> However, a lot of people are not doing this one-two step. In fact, in the spiritual community, you have two pretty distinct camps. You have people over here on this side that are using this law of mirroring or law of attraction to simply become aware, 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 aware. And then they're not really actually taking what they're becoming aware of and consciously creating. And by not doing so, they're stuck in pain and are cutting themselves off from the potential to be happy. And all the way over on this side, what we have is our bypassers. These are people who are completely foregoing step one. They are not looking at anything so as to become aware. They're not looking at the reflection. It's not about that. They're going to instead ignore it all, go into a state of denial, and then say, you know what? I can create whatever reflection I want to create. It's not about self-awareness. It's not about awareness at all. It's just about creation. And therefore, I am going to focus on what I want to have be true and watch the reflection change as a result of this. Why is this so dangerous? Because with the awareness, you create drastically different things. Okay, so that was my soapbox moment. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. That was my soapbox moment about the fact that there are these two distinct camps that are forming within communities that are aware of the law of mirroring. And we really need to get rid of these camps and really recognize that the law of mirroring was meant to put those who are part of this construct in a one-two-step type of experience. All this being said, there's something that you need to accept, and I mean powerfully. Once you have already accepted that there is contrast inherent in anything, that's that the choices you make, whether those choices are conscious or subconscious, will line you up with specific unwanted and wanted experiences. There's contrast that's going to come with any choice you make. And oftentimes the only way to guarantee that you will not experience a certain unwanted thing or a certain type of contrast is to make a different choice altogether. And this is something that a lot of people are not seeing when it comes to the law of mirroring. For example, making the decision to participate in life on planet Earth, you are going to experience gravity. Or for example, making the choice to be a surfer means you are going to get cold and wet. Or for example, making the choice to be in the public eye means you will experience projection, be critiqued, and be judged. Or for example, making the choice to be a parent means you are going to experience the pressure of the well-being of another life depending on you. Now, using our analogy, I'm not saying that if you are a surfer, you should realize that choosing to be a surfer means you're just going to be cold and wet, and you should just accept that, and that's just the way it is. No. In fact, so often, the expansion that occurs within a being happens as a result of them powerfully facing whatever contrast is inevitable as a result of the choice they're making, and then working within that parameter to create improvements to that contrast. How do we know this? Surfers now have wetsuits. But sticking with this analogy, no surfer should get cold and wet and ask themselves, how am I a match to this? You're a match to it because you chose to be a surfer. 
I mean, do you see the cruelty of it being expected that they could, if their vibration was high enough, still surf, but not get wet and cold? If this person decides they do not want to be wet or cold at all, it isn't going to work to try to work on thoughts or beliefs or feelings or trauma or whatever so as to be able to surf and not get wet or cold, they must make the choice to no longer be a surfer. To understand more about this, watch my video titled, Why You Should Consciously Choose Consequences. All this being said, it is important to understand what so many people do not understand about the law of mirroring, often called the law of attraction. And it is that part of what is lining you up with these unwanted experiences is the choices that you are making. Choices that imply a certain type of contrast, a certain type of wanted and also unwanted experience. It would benefit you to sort through any of these things which might be reflecting in the external as this type of experience that you're having. Whatever might be making you a match to the person, people, places, and experiences that you are having. But don't forget to consciously consider what you are experiencing simply because you have made a choice for a specific thing and that comes with specific set contrast. And don't forget, if you're in one of these situations where a choice you have made makes you a match to a certain set type of unwanted experience, oftentimes the only way to not experience that is to make a different life choice entirely. Have a good week.